We're on the air. Back. Well, party's starting early today, isn't it? To more of Early Break with Sip and Jay. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. As always, you can call or text us, 402-464-5685. Again, Mike Schaefer in to answer recruiting questions and more. We talked a lot of recruiting in the first segment, though, uh, about portal and non-portal guys. So, uh, yeah, Schaefer covered a lot. Though. Schaefer, is, uh, he's, a, he's a pro. He's an expert. So, Thank you. Before we get to basketball from last night, we have to do Bill's Thrills. Yes, you're, you're Bill, up. Bill's not here today, but I am. And when he's gone, it's usually you or me does it, and today it's Jake's Takes. So, without further ado, let's fire up the intro. Some call him the most interesting man in the world. That is setting up the morel mushroom yes. bonanza. Oh, yeah. Is this going to be a bonanza? Mushrooms grow better with thunder and lightning. Others call him coach, but to everyone else, he's Bill. I want to get one of those military ab stimulators for us to wear during the show. You see, I sent it to you today. It's time for Bill's Thrills on Early Break. Sponsored by Dirk, Scott, and Ty at Mid-Plains Advisors. Bill's Thrills, Jake's Takes, Sips Tips, all sponsored by Dirk, Scott, and Ty at Mid-Plains Advisors, the ATMs, the cash cows, and Lincoln. I'll keep this short because I want to get to hoops. But speaking of hoops, mm-hmm. cool parenting tips, Thursday. Mm-hmm. Take your kids to basketball games. Don't be afraid. Sip, you're taking people, you're taking uh, grandkids to, to Memphis to for Memphis. basketball, right? <laughs> Three of them to the to the Memphis Grizzlies Orlando Magic game. I think it's January 26th. Yep. January 26th. Very cool. Yeah. So yeah, we're gonna we'll experience Beale Street. Um Dominic. You gonna go to Graceland too? I I I I think we should. We haven't exactly worked that part out. Do the kids want to go there? I, I guess think would be they the... would. I mean the kid. Dominic's twenty three. So we're <laughs> kids going to, for you. Yeah, so we're going kids. to Beale Street um with Dominic. Now now that Cashton is us, uh, he's like 14 so the age ranges and and alex is 17 so i can't take them all to beale street um I, I, although you know not into the bars but you can go to the eateries anyway yes take eateries. them to the bra- yeah well there's barbecue yeah <laughs> there's famous barbecue on Just beale not, street. The eatery is not a word that i hear a lot that's an old man term yeah i know that's why yeah. I, I emphasized it eatery so jake are you suggesting that people should take their kids yes to basketball games at nebraska yes take yes. them to nebraska basketball games i when i was a kid i went to my first game when i was like six or seven years old i don't remember the exact date it was six or seven and that was back when they had the you know i love the court was cool they had like the basketball free throw line looked oh, awesome yeah. oh yeah oh yeah script huskers at what, mid-court. what years yeah. we're like, talking like about 97 or 98 97 98 so that would have been who was playing well, that, that would, would tyron lou and benson yeah, hamilton benson hamilton yeah benson hamilton yeah. ty Mar- lou markowski was playing L- low flow Yep. Larry Florence. Yeah, Larry Florence. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you yeah, got this. Yeah. Schaefer, um, did you got did you go as a youth? Yeah, so I was actually gonna say, and this doesn't paint me in a super positive light here, but the first game I ever went to was Nebraska, Missouri, I think. And it was probably like ninety five, ninety six, okay. like right in there. And this I don't know if any other kid has ever struggled with this, but you grow up, you have professional sports. And other than if you, for some reason or another, are watching the Canadian Football League, in the professional sports, nobody has the same name. But when you go and you watch the Missouri Tigers, and for whatever reason, I was very familiar with the LSU Tigers at that time. 
I was dumbfounded by the idea that these two schools could have the same name because no one else had the name Huskers or Cornhuskers. Right, right. And I was like, how could there be multiple Tigers? Like, what, what is this? And I was just, I was uh, more perplexed and baffled by that than I remember anything else about the basketball game. But I will never forget the weird, like, the look that I got from my dad when I was like, how can there this be this many teams named the Tigers? Isn't that confusing? And he just kind of looks at you like, just stop talking. He had a lot you know, of like, things on his mind. Than yeah, that. he was not. He was not someone who contemplated life in the way that I would go forward to do. You know, the rest of it. I uh, get but, it. Yeah. My, now, my dad would would pull me out of basketball practice in Al Schnabel. I, you probably remember the name. Schnabel. Would allow, I do know the name. Yeah. Al Schnabel would allow it. I mean, we would sometimes. It only happened a few times, but. For big games, my dad brought me down. Um, if it was Kansas, for instance. Can't miss that one. Oklahoma State. I saw Ron Kellogg go off in the Devaney Center one one time, like 30-plus points, maybe missed two shots. Old guys will remember and maybe correct me. I don't, he didn't miss many shots. I, I don't know if you guys remember Ron Kellogg. You remember, yeah, the, well, yeah. you remember the quarterback. I do remember that the quarterback. That was his son. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, <laughs> But hey, his his thank dad, you for that. His I, couldn't, dad, I couldn't associate that together. His family dad, lineage always important to point out. Yeah. His dad was a very oh angular shooting forward for Kansas. It was amazing. But yeah, the those were those were Jake. I like your topic because those thank were amazing you. memories for me. I I know it's hard to take him to an eight p.m. game. I didn't even go last night, but you know I would assume for six p.m. games or at least weekend games, take your kids to games if you want to. You know, I like deal it. with them. I mean, also, deal there's with definitely what? kids not, right not, in front of me at the 8 p.m. games. You can yet. take them. They're back, I think, on Monday, so they're they're still on holiday break. Just mm-hmm. take them. Mm-hmm. Take them. One hundred. That's uh, that's Bills. That's Jake take Jake's takes, aka Bills Thrill, sponsored by Dirk Scott and Ty at mid. Plains Advisors, the ATMs, the Cash Cows, and Lincoln. Before the game show, regarding that game, you were there, Schaefer. Me and Sip were not there. We did listen and and watched the second half. But Huskers win eighty six to seventy. It was a team effort. You know, Rink Mast didn't know if he was going to play. He started. Not only did he play, he started the game. 30 minutes of playing yeah. time last night. Now, which was because of foul trouble for Nebraska. So he had, to, he had to play longer than he wanted to. But nine points, three boards. He had you know, assists were good. He looked good. And Tobinaga, 28 points. Wiltshire again off the bench, 11 points, three big threes in that game. They, they 12 and two. They're 17 and four, their last 21 games. I mean, they're playing some ball right now. Mm-hmm. The boys are playing some ball. What was you, you were there? What was the crowd like, and what your your uh, your, your thoughts on, on the game? Yeah, I mean, the crowd was good. My my initial thought is there's very few times that I can just sit here and think Nebraska basketball has a more complete, better team than Indiana. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It was very rare to be able to say such a thing, and that is very true. I mean, it wasn't mm. it wasn't even as close as that 16 no. point margin. Really I mean, wasn't. Nebraska was significantly better in almost and indiana didn't even shoot poorly which is kind of their bugaboo like they're a bad shooting team and they shot nine for 18 46 percent from the field and they were a good good from three last nine night. for 18 from but three. they they turned it over they couldn't handle Nebraska's 19. defense they couldn't handle the length they were turnovers. trying jump passes they couldn't make mm. uh you know nebraska just kept putting them in bad spots and then to the credit of what fred hoiberg has built here you you tend to think of Nebraska basketball only really being able to win in one way uh, throughout history, and that's like you kind of need your best players to always sort of perform. And then certainly the last tournament team, Taran Petaway, had to like do a lot. And the nice thing with what they have right now is that they get these spurts from Tominaga where he's clearly the best player 
in the you know mm-hmm. in the arena on the court. But then if he is off or isn't out there, Bryce Williams can take over. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Bryce then there was good. moments where Jamarcus Lawrence reminded us he's really good. Mm-hmm. He hasn't had the best year so far, mm-hmm. but he can come down and he can can a big three pointer. Twelve point Rink Mass held it on his own inside, and you didn't get a great game from Jawan Gary, nope. who is generally been kind of the catalyst to a lot of their he success. Has, so has been. it's really nice to see that not only are they talented and they're they're one of the better looking Big Ten basketball teams, certainly that Hoiberg has had, uh, but just that Nebraska has had too. It's just nice that there's people that they can rely on that doesn't have to be the star all the time. And it's weird because you would think coming in that Tominaga was going to be that guy. Mm-hmm. And last night was the first time that he's had, like, mm-hmm. what we saw last February. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And maybe he's just saving it all for conference play. Mm-hmm. But teams just don't really have an answer for him. Because Some if don't. you close too hard on him, mm-hmm. he has just nailed the art of getting into the lane and floating. Oh, it. Yeah. Had to. He's those, fun to watch. The touch he has on those shots, mm-hmm. incredible. Yeah, he had to do it. Yeah, he is. And he had developed his game. Fred Hoiberg's offense when they pass the ball well. Hmm. They have open looks on those backdoor cuts seven out of ten times. Yeah, and it's... You know, it is impressive. It is not by accident. Um, Fred, anybody that, you know, knows anybody in basketball will say Fred coaches offense at a super high level. Yeah. I mean, a super they're, high level. When they're on, yeah. they're, you can see why they're a challenge for anybody. Right. Their, their ball movement was incredible last night. And, and Poyberg mentioned that. He said the movement was amazing. And it was. They, they passed the ball well. You could tell with all the points. You get you had four guys in double figures. You won by 16 points. He How many to, assists did they have? It felt like they Nebraska had. had 15 assists. Good. Yeah. Good number. It's a good amount assists. for them. Good number and, and forcing 19 turnovers in a Big Ten game what? is a good number. What? They forced 19. The thing is also, I mean, everyone contributed assist-wise. Jawan had two, Mass yep. three, Bryce one, Lawrence three, Josiah three. I mean, they, they all passed the ball well. So it's a very unselfish team. And Going back to Tominaga, I mean, you said he developed the inside shot. That's kudos to him playing all these against yep. these great players in the offseason, in FIBA stuff. You know, he, he had to. Three-on-three stuff, you got to be creative with your shots. He learned that shot when he's playing in, in these three-on-three tournaments. Fortunately, we've gotten a chance to actually watch a player develop because he's been here. Yes. You know, it's not just a two-and-done, one-and-done. We've seen him develop into just mostly a three-point shooter into someone who can not only shoot the mid-range, but get to the basket. Yeah. I mean... He finishes when he's at the finishes. basket. Yeah. For a, a guy who's the smallest yep. guy on the court, Good unless finisher. Hoiberg's out there with him, Sam Hoiberg, I mean, he finishes he must at the just, rim. He just must work tirelessly. Yeah. To, because, it's because it's, it's not, impressive. It yeah. really is impressive. Huskers 12-2, and 2-1 uh, two and one in conference play. Best start since 1991-92. Doesn't it tie 2010-2011? Someone, I, I, I think they're 12-2 that year as well. Okay, well... Hmm. Jake, I keep seeing that Jake. everywhere. Keep you know. Well, big. I think it it ties the best start since then. Okay. But then everyone goes to ninety ninety one because it's they farther were... back. It's more impressive. Oh, 10, 11, 2010, 2011. Yeah. Who's that team? That was uh, we were just talking about it during the break. That was the Bear Jones game winning shot against USC. Ba- I know. I they don't didn't remember. didn't play ba- anybody really. No, that um, was the year they beat Texas, number two Texas, also at yeah. Penn they, they were a play. They were a bubble team. That, that year. was uh, Tony McRae on w- that. Was team. that V Lander? Brandon Richardson. I think. I think he was gone before then. Okay. Brandon Richardson, Tony McRae. Okay. Uh, not right, not Joe McRae, they were Tony 13. McRae. Little Brandon Richardson, yep. little guy. He went uh, on to play in Iceland, I think. He yeah. played Iceland. Tony McRae, who I saw in a couple times in Dairy Queen on um, Dairy Queen on um, 48. Mm-hmm. 
in the you know the forty eighth and uh, what Leighton area was it was it Brian Diaz in that team Jorge or not was it after that uh Jorge? he might have been a the Almeida, freshman he possibly? might have been the freshman big man that year okay yeah uh, no they they did not play anybody really so their big wins were um, they beat Creighton that year fifty nine fifty four they beat USC they beat TCU. Uh, they got a win against Iowa State to start conference play. And they won a tournament that included Vanderbilt, Davidson, and Hofstra in the Jose Miguel Agrilo Coliseum. I forget what year they had Bo Spencer, the LSU transfer who had the star tattoo. I think it was 2011, 2012. Bo Spencer was kind of fun. Spencer could shoot a little bit. He was fun. He liked to shoot the ball a lot. He He shot a lot. Yeah, he took deep threes. He did. Uh, again, Husker 12 and 2. They play Wisconsin, ranked Wisconsin on Saturday, uh, 115 tip. I'm sure that'll be a very uh, highly watched game for Nebraska fans, as it should be. 12 and 2. Come on, get on board. Two and then Purdue, Purdue, next home game. You're going to see the big man. 8 p.m. start. Take Zach, your kid. There was kids there last night. Just take, take the them. Kids. They can sleep during school. It's fine. Yeah, I will be there. I will be at Purdue, Nebraska I for better, sure. Better get to that. Hold one. me to that one, all right? It's time to play the game show. Give us a call right now at 464-5685. Your chance to win a business box of bagels to Bagels and Joe. We had no show on Monday. Sip one on Tuesday. Yesterday, him and Bill lost in Nebraska breweries. Mm. Uh, they got smoked. That would have been a fun one. Yep, it was fun. They didn't have fun, though. They lost. Today, I didn't think it would be more difficult for them. For the younger generation. Today's topic, while we're high on Nebraska basketball, and they're thinking, hey, this could be an NCAA tournament team. How about... The last team to do that. The 2013-14 Nebraska basketball team is our trivia today. Players, games, moments. God. Coaches. Yeah, I, was, I feel good. I, I feel just okay. If you think you remember the 2013-14 Nebraska basketball team that went to the tournament well, call us 464-5685. Shut up, Sipple. Starts right now. We've all been there. You're listening to the radio, and then that rage starts to grow inside of you. It starts to consume you. It gets to a point where you just want to yell, Shut up, Sipple! <clears throat> no, sorry. I'm sorry. Well, here's your chance. It's time to shut up, Sipple. Call now to play. 464-5685. Shut up, Sipple. Brought to you by Bagels and Joe. We have a line open. Don't be scared. I know there's... Some basketball diehards out there. I'm a Nebraska ball diehard. I would love this topic if I was a listener in the car right now. Yeah. I mean, I I covered that game in San Antonio, the NCAA game, but I'm, I'm struggling to remember individual members. They played Baylor. Baylor. Yep. In San Antonio. Yeah, don't bring up too much. There's trivia involved. Oh, yeah, what am I doing? Yeah, what am I doing? Yeah. Bella's <laughs> getting our caller over there. I'm Schaefer. You feel good about 13 I feel 14. good about it, yeah. Basketball. That was the first uh, season in the arena. I could tell you who their first opponent was. I could tell you who made the first basket. I could tell you what type of basket it was. Hmm. Uh, it was probably a round basket. Well, yes. Orange the, the, the basket was was the same. The With physical the basket was the same. The <laughs> shot was unique. Okay. All right. Josh. Jo- Josh keeps talking to Bella over there. All right. I believe... Josh is gone. We lost Josh. Maybe Josh only Try somebody to talk else, Bella. Bella. Josh is gone. Josh. We had Josh. It's okay. And then Josh dropped off. We're in no major hurry. No, it's okay. We can live with this. We can um, go two minutes people off. Are, people are nervous uh, of you guys in this I'm, one today. No, I'm nervous. I, I don't know remember. why Sipple's nervous. He shouldn't be nervous. I, Still. I fade in and out on basketball, quite well, frankly. I, I mean, can, that's, look, very understandable. I consider myself a football writer. But given that that was like the one gear 
oasis in a desert of right. failure. Basketball in Nebraska, covering Nebraska men's basketball has been a, just a strange thing for me. I mean, it's usually I have to weigh in when the coach is in trouble, and then it becomes that, you know, always. Um, you know, uh, Sibyl's got a basketball call. Right. They yeah, must be must looking be, for a yeah, coaching yeah, change. Yeah, okay. Exactly. We got a call. Is this Tall? Who do we have? What's our caller's name? Paul? Paul. Paul Moody. Paul. We got Paul. Paul. Okay, Paul. Thanks for calling in, Paul. Uh, first question goes to you. And Schaefer will be a lifeline for one question for Sip. Paul, the 2013-14 Nebraska men's basketball team had just one loss at home. Who did they lose to by one point in that loss? Kansas. Is it Kansas? Oh, that's what I was thinking. Okay, I'm going to play the Schaefer card. I I have it. I was at this game. Uh, Taran Petaway went for a right-handed layup that did not land. Leslie Smith missed the tip-in. Yep. And Nebraska lost to Michigan. Their only loss at Brilliant. home Painful. in 2013-14. I was One also there. Home loss yes. is yeah, it was the first year of the building. It was a huge deal. Yeah, Nebraska had a chance in the last possession. They should have won that they game. They missed two easy shots. Give Leslie, me a Michigan player. Give Leslie, me a Michigan player. Uh, from that team? Was that a... Um, oh, who was the big guy? The... Nah, before Mo Wagner or Wagner. I can't think of that team. McGarry? Yeah, Mitch McGarry. Was on I, think was, Mitch I think McGarry. he was on that team. You guys are Mitch incredible. McGarry. Yeah. Nice job. All right, uh, Sip, you're on your own because Schaefer's helped you out. 1-0 lead. Taran Petaway led the 2013-14 team with 18.1 points per game. Who was second with 12.8 points per game? Probably that little shooter from Albuquerque. Um was there a little so shooter? many things wrong was there right a little now. Shooter from Albuquerque? I'll correct you when you try to guess this person. <laughs> Who's the second lean score? Petaway was number one. You can't shapers out. He can't help you. Twelve point eight points per game. Five seconds. Five. Or he could have been that little guard. Four. Another guard. Three. Um, two. I can't even name one. No names no, at all. No name. Okay, we'll have an empty guess. Paul, do you want to steal or you want to let that one go? Uh, I'll try stealing it. Go for it. Walter Pitchford. Uh, Not a bad guess. Pitchford was third behind yeah. Schaefer. Is a guard. I don't have it. Siobhan Shields. Okay. It was not a guard. I should have had that. Kind of a guard. Guard forward. He yeah. kind of split there. Who was the guard I'm talking about? You're thinking of Ray Gallegos. Who was from Salt Lake City. He's from Utah. He's from oh, Salt Lake City. Okay, he's not yeah. from Alabama. Similar. It's a four-corner state, <laughs> so I'll give you credit for that. All right, well. The good Ray news, Gallegos. The good news for you is you're up one to negative one because Paul went for it and got it wrong. Oh, so, yeah, Paul, to stay alive, your last question. Uh, what player was <clears> dismissed <throat> from the team in the middle of conference play on January 27th in the 2013-14 Nebraska basketball season. If you need a further hint, it was after the Penn State game. There's a further hint. To stay alive, Paul. Down one to I, negative I one. No idea. Yeah, any, any guess is better than nothing. Name a, name a Nebraska ball player all time. Uh... Gordon <laughs> All right. The answer, Schaefer? He's in my phone, and as far as I know, still alive. So, uh, wow. Deverell Biggs. Deverell Biggs. He's still alive. Cool. He's still alive. Yeah. yeah, he's still with us. Well, I'm just going back with the, the, yeah. the, the previous conversation. We, we will get Paul so. a bagel and a coffee, but that's a, vic- a victory today. You're now two and one on the week. I can't believe I couldn't come Jay, up with Siobhan Shields. Give me some love. He wants, some, he wants some nuts. Give me some love. Good win.
Uh, last, Good one. Okay, yeah, we got job, one more and a tiebreaker here because I like okay, this. Okay, how you want to do this? You want, you want me sh- it's a race. Okay, this, this we should get this right away. Race. Speed, very quick. Okay, what coach departed from Nebraska to become a head coach after Craig the 2013-14 season? <laughs> Was it Craig Smith? <laughs> That is correct. That was incredible. I didn't know how long I should let him keep <laughs> no, talking. No, you're fine. All right, now, <laughs> it was no, a race. Like now, it was a race. Now, yeah. Bill is usually the king of the numbers. Yeah. He's I'll put today. the number out. Okay. And, All right. And Schaefer, go high or low. Nebraska averaged 66.8 points per game in the 2013-14 season. Where did that rank out of 351 Division One teams? Okay, I can do this. Um s- 66.8. Yep. And out of, out of 351 teams, where'd that rank in points per game? That must have ranked 157. Schaefer? Higher or lower? Okay, so just to clarify, if I say 156, is that lower or higher? What did he say? 157. That'd be higher. That'd be high. It's because it'd be ranked higher. Yeah, yeah. Towards Closer the to I just wanted to make sure yeah. on that. Uh, I'm going to say slightly higher. How about this is 279th? Oh mm. wow, they were low, lower didn't score much. 66 points per game was no. almost it was in the very lower tier. I just assume there's a lot more teams that play like right around 60. Yeah, interesting. We've been used to Doc Sadler. They were those. what now again? Say that again. 279th out of 351 wow. in points I, per game. At 66. I should look this up. I think Nebraska scored 80 points more this year than they have in like I don't know decades. Basically. Very possible. Yep. Like, they just have not been, even their best teams under Miles were not scoring teams. No, they weren't. Miles always reminded me a little bit of Iba, the way they played. Mo Iba. Um, and, and that would be like an Iba-type number. Mo Iba. Jake, just let me do Someone, that. someone in Texas says, Little Shooter from Albuquerque sounds like an episode from Breaking Bad. <laughs> No, it wasn't. Uh, did I get any? Hey, heat? you won the game. No. Did is I get that, any is that Todd's nickname? Someone, someone says lucky. I can't call today. So was there? Was, wait a second. Was there any? Did anybody judge it inappropriate that we talked about names in the phone that were deceased? I, I didn't see anything bad about okay. that. I don't think that's. Spillover's next. An early break on the ticket.